0: Hello and welcome to the Slow Evolution Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Engelhardt, and this is the place for all things health and well-being for the busy mom of today. So grab a cup of tea and get ready to be inspired. Hello and welcome to today's episode where we will be talking all about way to reconnect to joy and passion. And today I'm joined by a transformational coach who helps women who feel unfulfilled in life to create a life vision that excites them so they can live a life filled with joy and purpose. Please welcome Stacy McLeod. Kinnan, I'm always very careful with the, the family names because I always, I, I most of the times I don't say them correctly. So I hope I I, I said it correct. <laughs>
1: you said it perfectly. And, Perfect. And yeah, thank you so much, Anna. I'm really excited to be here with you today, and yeah, to be having this conversation.
0: Yeah, it's so great to have you on the podcast again. Thank you so much. <laughs> and and this is another episode that I'm super excited about because. You know, once real life hits us, and especially once we become mom, then life can become just one big task and one big to-do list. And I think that a lot of times we're so consumed with that, that we kind of completely forget to enjoy the actual journey. But before we dive into the topic of how, let's look at why we actually lose the joy and the passion in what we do.
1: Right. Well, uh, keep in mind this is um, my personal opinion. So
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course,
1: I just want to put it out there to the listeners. This isn't proven research act. Um, but maybe you know, um, you know, you might end up agreeing, or you know, and see how you feel about it. But really, what what I believe is that w- we end up losing the joy and passion what we do because as you just mentioned, actually was a, is a perfect segue um, (laughs) that we're so busy doing tasks, you know, Mm. as, as we, we grow up and we become older, we're taking on more responsibility and usually responsibility is requiring us to focus our time and our thoughts on the things we need to do to either, you know, make money, you know, take care of our family or things like that. And it, it kind of removes us away from ourselves. It's like we, we get pulled from being, you know, centered with ourselves and our, our wants and our desires. And they kind of get either, I think, like forgotten about or put on the shelf for another time that we never really get back to. Hmm. You know, so we're, we're busy going to school and then finding a good job and trying to make good money and buying a house. And then we're getting married and then, buy, you know, going on vacation, having kids and taking all these steps that were influenced by society that are saying these are things you need to do to be successful in life. Mm. But then we end up finding that we're not necessarily filled with joy and passion doing these things.
0: Right. And I think, especially now as a mom, you know, a lot of times I just think, how can I inspire and teach my kids to really do what they want? You know, not what society necessarily expects them, but what they want, like what is their passion? What is, you know, my thing is I really want them to find what their passion is and just completely go after it
1: that is so, that's so beautiful, right? Oh, (laughs) thank you. You know, you're, you're a a parent empowering your children to, to keep that, you know, and it's really shifting the focus and the importance in life, right? It's not necessarily about doing all these things, but it's staying connected to what brings you joy and Yes. And your path. That's, yeah, that's
0: a, so beautiful. Oh, thank you. And I also think that a lot of times we just go through life without really questioning what we are doing, whether mm-hmm. that brings us any joy. I mean, this kind of goes back to, you know, our last podcast that we recorded about, you know, just going through life in an automated lo- motion. Yes. And, and in a way is the same, you know, maybe also with relationships. And I feel like we question just too little during our journey. So how do we even realize that we are going through life without any joy or passion? This for me, this
1: is easy for me to answer for myself Mm. through my conversations with hundreds of clients over time. I realize it's not such an easy question for some people to answer. Um, But what I would say is, you know, if, if you don't have something that's, in you or that, um, you know, the glimmer of something hopeful or some kind of excitement, you know, if you're just going through life feeling like it's mundane or boring mm. or yeah, just going through like a robot, you know, automatic or feeling down, you know, like a lot of people, you know, in Canada, North America suffer from depression. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, then it's, it can be an indication, right? Like if you feel like there's something missing or there's a part of you longing for more, right. You might not be living with so much joy or passion in your life because when you do have joy, something that really lights you up inside and, you know, gives you these, you know, these feelings like, or, you know, if you're living something that, um, in alignment with what makes you feel passionate, Mm -hmm. um, or, you know, like emotional about something, you you know it. You know if you're experiencing those things.
0: Right. I Ever since, I'm so passionate about healthy lifestyle and inspiring other women and moms to prioritize their own health and self-care and all this stuff. That, you know, when I, initially my business started as a block and then it turned into a business. But I'm just so passionate about it that I can like literally work 24 hours a day and it doesn't feel like work i'm excited about it i'm excited about things to create and and you know whether it's like an online workshop or whether it's the podcast or whatever it might be and it just brings me so much joy so i can totally relate to what you're saying
1: yeah that's yeah it's like when you're doing it you you know it you recognize it
0: exactly yeah
1: passion and it's you know those things where time just melts away Mm. you know you're in it you're focused and you know there's nobody but you in the world or what you're doing you know what you're doing and you know like I said time escapes you and you can spend hours doing it uh, without it feeling like work or a task or an obligation of some sort it was yeah those are ways to know that you're in it. This thing is really what you're feeling joyful about, or you're in an alignment with.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. Or as you said, you know, you don't care whether it's a Monday or whether it's, you know, (laughs) what day it is. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. And I think for the most part, they are things that we used to do in our childhood. Because if you think of children, um, for the most part, they are, they're carefree, they're happy. Um, But most children have something that they really enjoy doing a lot. Yes. And that, those can be things that, you know, again, they're, they're tucked to the side or we, we forget about them as we grow up because we're either told that we can't be spending so much time doing them or we lose time. You know, when our time Mm. becomes limited, there's things we have to give up and we often give up the things that we feel joyful doing right because we place more importance on other things you know expectations of us um, exactly yeah or work or you know we we lose that sense of fun and and uh, lightheartedness like ch- and then playfulness
0: that children have mm, exactly and when i look at my kids i'm just amazed at, like they're so in the moment i mean mm-hmm. it's, it's it's crazy really
1: I love it. We can learn so much from children.
0: Oh, yeah. I always say I've learned more in the past almost eight years, you know, ever since becoming a mom than in the uh, 34 years before that. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're, they're very good at holding that mirror in front of you, you know? <laughs>
1: yes. Yes. I love it. They have so many great qualities, you know, their their honesty and their presence. And, yes. You know, yes. The yeah, their ability to just, like you said, be in the moment.
0: Yes, I agree. I completely agree. But okay, so once we know, how do we regain that joy and passion in our life? What are some of the things that we can do like on a daily basis to improve that or to really work in that direction of living with joy and with passion?
1: Right. Well, I think one thing is to start by giving yourself permission to do this. And that it's not selfish. People tend, um, you know, I, I'm not a mother, but I know a lot of, you know, my, my closest of friends and, and family, I have a lot of, a lot of mothers around me. Mm-hmm. Um, and even not being a mother, I mean, you know, women, women tend to feel guilty when we're focusing time on ourselves.
0: True. And
1: putting ourselves first, you know, somehow, you know, it, you know society ended up calling that selfish. Mm. We're putting ourselves, but it's absolutely not. So it's giving permission to be able to, to, you know, not have to be doing the adult responsibilities and to, to have, rediscover that playful side and make time to do it. And to, for people that don't know what brings them joy and passion, like I'd say, if you know what those things are, then schedule time to do them. Because when and it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, the work that you're doing. You know, it's that's a definite benefit if you can do it every day for for your, you know, your career. Right. Um, But it doesn't have to be that way. It's just if if we spend time doing something that makes us feel joyful, that is really going to it's going to improve our health. It's going to improve like both physically and mentally. Mm -hmm. There is, as we spoke in our other podcast, there's a connection between our thoughts and our our physical um, health and um, the symptoms we experience. Um, but it's going to, I call it like bleed out into all areas of our life, right? We're, we're going to be a better partner. We're going to be a better friend, a better daughter, uh, a better employee if we're feeling good because we're spending time doing things that make us feel happy and joyful. Yes. And for the people that aren't really sure what it is that really um, makes them feel joyful, I usually, with my clients, I go through this, um, you know, an exercise with them to help get them to that point where they can rediscover what it is, mm-hmm. but it, it requires like visualization, basically, and going back to a time in life. And again, for most people, it's some time in childhood, um, and getting lost in a daydream of what were they doing? You know, when was a time that they felt the world melted away? They had no worries or concerns. They were filled with happiness or feelings of love and excitement. What were they doing? Mm. You know, what were they spending that time on? And I think some people are really amazed at what they come up with because they have long forgotten what it was.
0: Yes. And I think that goes back to just going to life in that auto, you know, automotors.
1: Yes, definitely. That the auto mode isn't serving anybody because we're not we're not being in tune with ourselves. We're not, you know, we're not being authentic and true to Mm. ourselves so we're not really experiencing life at a level that we can and it's like the opportunities and the experience of life is so much greater when we're connected to our and in tune with ourselves and you know and that joy and not being like an automatic robot (laughs) yes yes just like, what's the point of going through life that way? Life was meant to be joyful, exactly. And to have connections and yeah, and experiences that.
0: Yeah. I was listening to a to a speech, or not a speech, but just somebody on on Instagram. Oh, I think it was Jesse. Uh, what's his name? Jesse Is It's No, I'm not sure. It's the husband of Sarah Blakely, and oh. he and he was talking. I mean, this guy is just so passionate and. And he has all these like crazy goals and so on and and challenges and and everything. And he was talking about how focused we are as a society on the end goal. And he's like, it's not about the end goal. It's about the journey. You know, it's about the ups and downs and and the whole journey. Don't Mm -hmm. think that when you get your goal, you know, it will be, you'll be super satisfied. It's actually the journey that we go through. And I thought that was very interesting, very powerful, and, and at the end of the day, very true.
1: Yes, and it it's so, yes, powerful is a great word. I, yeah, I love that because if you think about it, most of our time in life is spent in the in-between. Yes. It's, it's not the end outcome because as soon as we get it, it's over, it's done. And exactly. then people are either thinking about, you know, creating another one or they've, they've stopped they're not reaching for more, mm. so it's that's the majority of life is the journey. <laughs> so, exactly,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: that makes so much, yeah, so much sense. That it's like that's that's the time that counts, and you want you want to feel good during that time.
0: Exactly, yeah, yeah. But I have one last question. What is your number one advice to anyone that wants to get their joy and passion alive, back alive? Like, where do they even start?
1: I'm a firm believer in daydreaming.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that.
1: <laughs> you, I mean, like, I don't know if anyone listening, did you, like, you spend hours as a child just daydreaming? Yes. And, yeah, like that's where the magic is. And that's where we start um, creating in our lives too. Getting lost in the daydream of the vision that you want for your life and feeling it. That like, that's huge feeling it. So you Mm. feel the good emotions of it all because that can really start opening doors and um, opening your mind and also um, changing that energy level you're vibrating at, which brings, more, you know, like like energy attracts like energy. So
0: mm, mm, <laughs> if yeah. you're at
1: this high light, beautiful level, it's going to attract all things that are there. So more opportunities and people, and um, you know, for those who who like to talk about manifestation and things like that, that's where all you know manifest manifestation starts happening. But you have to be able to feel it. Right. We, we can trick our brains the brain doesn't know the difference between what's happened already and what we're envisioning Mm. if we're feeling it. So I'd say, you know, just to connect with that beautiful, big dream and, you know, go big and go all out because we don't have boundaries. You know, the only boundaries we have is what, you know, our, our mind, we set the limitations we set in our mind. And once you start daydreaming and, you know, that really, I think is a good, um, it starts the, like I'll call the wheels turning for people to start feeling good and, you know, and going back to even the daydreams of when they were kids and what were they doing that meant that made them feel alive meant, you know, made them feel excited and feeling that joy Mm. and reconnecting to those feelings.
0: Yeah. And this is so powerful. If you think about it, like when we, like, for example, you know, when we as 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 women, you know, we get pregnant and then give birth and then we're so in a hurry of getting our body back to a pre-baby body, whatever the whole thing means, which, you know, obviously, sure, you can get back in form, but your body has changed. I mean, you know, look at it whichever way you want. It's just... A normal thing you know mm-hmm. but we're so focused on all the things that are not what they used to be you know that's the only thing we see instead of seeing the you know the beautiful journey and I was I was talking to somebody and and they're like yeah you're 42 you have two kids and so on and so forth um, you know how do you feel in your body I said you know what I've never loved my body more than now Oh, wow. You know, sure. It has changed, you know, I don't, but the thing is I still fit in my jeans from, you know, 10 years ago. Wow. <laughs> but, I mean, my body has changed, you know, sure. I lost the weight and, you know, I work out a lot and I eat healthy and, and all this stuff, but I just thinking of what my body went through, you know, giving me these two healthy babies. I mean, it's, it's mind blowing and we're sitting here as women and we're being so hard on ourselves for a lot of different reasons, whether it's our body, whether it's our career, whether it's, I mean, it's, it's just insane if you think about it.
1: It really is. Yes. Women, um, you know, I, I saw this exercise done once where, you know, they asked women to, you know, to face and get a partner and to say the things to that partner that they say to themselves on a daily basis. Mm. And everyone was horrified. They're like, I can't say those things to another person. right? Yes. But, so, it's like, why is it okay that we're allowing ourselves to be, you know, to be yes. down on ourselves and tell us all these things? put ourselves down because of, yeah, our body and what we look like. And and these things, they just, they just don't matter, you know? Um, And like being, being a parent, being any, anybody, there's always somebody watching us. Yes. Always somebody that we're in, we're an influence for.
0: There's There's
1: always a set of eyes on us. And it's like, if you knew that day in and day out, would that change anything? You know, like if you want to, I have a niece six-year-old niece and Mm. I want to inspire her to have like a a healthy body image and to just live that carefree life doing what she loves doing she really loves art it's like you know Mm. yeah do your art all day long sing dance you know like do your drawings and I want to be a role model for her to show her that I'm living my life in that way. Exactly. I want her to see, that's my aunt who lives life. And she's, I remember her being joyful and, you know, following her passions and her adventure and her travel. And, you know, she was confident and she felt good about herself. And it's like, you know, I always think if there's a pair of eyes on me right now, would the way I'm acting or the thoughts I'm telling myself, Change in any way.
0: I agree. I once, I was, I don't know where that was, but I once had to do like this exercise. We were in a group, and you know, the first part was write down everything that you don't like about yourself. And then everybody was just going and, you know, writing and going on and on and on. And then the second part was, okay, and now write down everything you love about yourself. And people had such a difficult time mm. sta- to start writing. Mm -hmm. You know, and that for me was just shocking, just how how self-critical and how much we focus on the negative instead of, you know, looking really for the positive.
1: Yes, yes. Yeah, it it is. That that is shocking. And it's sad, really.
0: Yes, it is very sad. I had somebody, you know, my son, he loves dancing and he loves singing and he also loves art and, you know, creating stuff. And and somebody told me once, well, you need to start uh, having him do more boy stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm like, why? You know? This, is, this yeah. is who he is. And if he likes to dance and if he likes to sing and if he likes art to draw and create stuff, wonderful. You yeah. know, then this is what he should be doing. Aww. I'm not going to force him to play football just because, you know, it's a, or soccer just because it's supposed to be, you know, a boy's activity. Or it, like, you know what I mean? But our yeah. thinking is so, is, yeah, it's, it, it kind of upsets me to be honest a little bit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Definitely. Well, that's and that's where it all starts. You know, it, it's societal conditioning. Yes. And I I just had a thought about that exercise you said you did, and I what came to me is like that's because we're taught. To put ourselves down, we're taught that it's not okay. Yes. You know, if, if you walked around saying I'm beautiful and I'm wonderful, people people would like think that you're uh, conceited or bragging or you know arrogant. Who think arrogant. Who does she think she is? Yes. You know, that's how, that's how we're con- we're conditioned that it's more acceptable to put ourselves down and minimize ourselves um than it is to empower and boost ourselves
0: up really that's true yeah that's true
1: your your children are so fortunate to have been born to <laughs> an empowering understanding uh like supportive mother i think that's so beautiful
0: thank you well this is something that is super important to my husband and i you know i'm sure that i do a lot of mistakes every single day but this part, we want to make sure that you know they stay as authentic as, as, as possible, and just really follow their passion.
1: Mm-hmm. That's so wonderful. We need more of that. And just you know, I could talk for hours on this, but I know just for sake of time too. Um, one thing I you know I I teach um, with my clients too is mm-hmm. that it's okay to break the rule. Yes, we don't have to follow the rules of society that were set how many hundreds of years ago. You know, like mm. times different, things have changed and evolved, and we don't we don't have to follow the herd. You know, it's it's okay to break away and form your own new path.
0: Yes. Completely agree. Stacey, thank you so much for sharing your experience and knowledge. I very much appreciate you taking the time again. And I love having you on the podcast and chatting about, you know, such an interesting topics. As I think that this this particular topic is a very important topic for many of us, because as I said, I feel like a lot of times we just walk through life or go through life without even questioning what we're doing or, you know, where we're really going. So I very much appreciate your time and oh, your knowledge, of course.
1: Oh, thank you. You're, you're very welcome. Thank you so much. I feel absolutely honored to have been here and have this conversation with you. And thank you for bringing it into awareness. Because as you said, it's, I, I believe the same, that it's so important. And, um, and so I just love the work that you're doing. Thank oh, you.
0: Oh, thank you. And to our audience, thank you so much for listening and to connect with Stacy, make sure you follow her on Instagram at stacy mac. that's M-A-C-K one, and check out also her webpage at stacymac.com. I hope that with this episode, we give you the inspiration to reevaluate what you are life looks like at the moment and to also to think about what brings you joy and passion and really to dare to follow that passion. Thank you so much for listening and for being here. It truly means the world to me. I would love to connect with as many of you as possible. So let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Slowolution for your daily dose of healthy living inspiration. If you feel inspired by this episode and want to learn more about all things health, well-being and motherhood, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. This way, the podcast can reach and inspire even more moms and moms-to-be. And make sure you stay tuned for the many upcoming exciting episodes. Wish you all a lovely week.